Social Zoom Factor, episode 155. Driving results in business these days takes something special. It's a combination of the right info and the right energy. Pam Moore has both and is here to help you avoid the pitfalls and guide your business and life by leveraging and integrating social media, powerful branding, and digital marketing. Welcome to Social Zoom Factor. Now it's time to live life zoomed. Does your current website or blog got you down? Do you need a better hosting platform to help your business zoom turbo versus speeds that are slow and holding you back? No need to look any further than our partner HostGator. Have an existing site? No worries. They can seamlessly transfer your existing site for free and have you zooming turbo in no time for as little as $4 a month. Check them out at HostGator.com and save 30% on new hosting packages using the coupon code Zoom or simply go to SocialZoomFactor.com slash HostGator. Are you ready to turn your social media management, engagement, and collaboration efforts to turbo? Our new partner, Sprout Social, empowers marketers to engage, measure, and work smarter, not just harder, when it comes to social media. Check them out at www.SproutSocial.com. Hey there, Zoomers, and welcome to Social Zoom Factor. This is your host, Pam Moore. Today, we are talking about leadership and specifically thought leadership. This is one of our In a Nutshell series, which means it's going to be a bit shorter than some of our standard 30-minute podcasts. So I'm going to give you an overview of what is thought leadership, what is thought leadership not, but I am going to give you five solid strategies and tips for how you can build thought leadership. Now, since this is an In a Nutshell series, I can't go deep into those because the the purpose of these in a nutshell series is that I give you a concept. I give you something that you need to learn. And so you can grasp a hold of what it is and understand why you need to do the double click and do some more research and look into it. And I also try to help you you know, get through the FUD that's out there and and things that you may be hearing but are not really true around whatever it is we're talking about. So let's go ahead and let's just get started. And part of the reason I wanted to do this episode today is I think there's so much misunderstanding about number one, what is thought leadership? Number two, how digital and social marketers can use uh, online marketing, social media, digital marketing to achieve thought leadership. And there's some people out there that have this belief, and I'm seeing more podcasts and blog posts and videos talking about, you know, here's your top five ways you can become a thought leader. And if you do these things, you are going to be a thought leader on LinkedIn. Or if you send your tweets, you know, this way in 140 characters, you will be a thought leader on Twitter. I hate to break the news to you people, but you cannot become a thought leader in 140 character tweet. It's not going to happen that easily. So you need to understand it is going to take you time. You need to earn trust. And I know in recent episodes, we've talked a lot about this and I'll make sure that I include a ton of resources for you to dig into some of these topics as long as well as some resources that are going to help you in building 
your foundational personal and business brand. It will all be on the show notes page for this episode. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash 155 because this is episode 155. So let's talk about what is thought leadership. So to me, thought leadership is about being an authority on a topic that is relevant to your audience. It's also about being able to answer the questions that are keeping your audience up at night. It's about offering something that is relevant, something that offers a unique perspective, but knowing that the agenda is really set by what your audience needs and wants from you and your ability to serve them that need and fulfill that need that they have. How can you understand them better? How can you better serve them? How can you shift their thinking to help them? That is to me what it's really about. It's the art of being able to position your organization as a leader through amazing, best in industry content that you deliver to your audience how and when they need and want it from you. It's about being at the right place at the right time. And you know, in episode 154, we talked about omni-channel marketing, which is making sure that you are providing this seamless experience. So the content that you're providing as a thought leader may include video, that could include live stream videos, that could include blog posts, articles, white papers, visual content, audio content. And if done right, it's not going to take long before these potential clients and key industry leaders start associating your brand with insightful and relevant ideas regarding this authoritative content that you're putting out there. And then when it comes time for that person, that business, to hire a company to help them, yours is hopefully going to be top of mind in one of the first organizations that they call because you have been helping them along the way. You've been answering those questions and providing leadership in thinking around certain concepts, certain you know industry struggles, certain technologies, certain services, whatever may be happening in your industry and niche laws and rules and regulations, uh, governmental changes, whatever it may be. So why is thought leadership important, you may be asking? Is is it just a buzzword? Thought leadership is important for both B2B and B2C organizations, but it is very important for B2B companies because decision-making is more complicated in B2B organizations. We have long buying cycles and the list goes on. So thought leadership can help more quickly move the needle and help those decisions be made faster and hopefully get you at the table at, for a considered organization to be hired when those decisions are being made. And I'll tell you, this happens all the time with the, the customers that we work with and a lot of our clients work with is once a company contacts us, our agency, which is Marketing Nuts, to work with them, they usually know what we can do. They know how we're going to be able to help them. They know how we work. Why? Because they've listened to our content. They've listened to our podcast. They've watched our videos. They've read the 600 plus blog posts that I have out there and that I have been putting content out there to help lead this industry for the past five plus years and 15 years of my corporate career. So they know what they're getting and we have established thought leadership on multiple channels out there. We have an omni-channel experience that no matter where they go, they can consume content that is consistent and is relevant to and compelling and helping them solve their problems on a daily basis. So let's talk about the formal definition of 
thought leader. Okay, a thought leader is one whose views on a subject are taken to be authoritative and influential. According to Wikipedia, here's the definition that they have. A thought leader can refer to an individual or firm that is recognized as an authority in a specialized field and whose expertise is sought and often rewarded. Now, how long do you think thought leadership has been around? Because there's some folks who think it was invented by Mark Zuckerberg of Facebook. Couldn't be further from the truth, okay? Back to Wikipedia. The Oxford English Dictionary gives as its first citation for the phrase an 1887 description of Henry Ward Beecher as one of the great thought leaders in America. 1887, my friends, that it was revived or reinvented by marketers in the 1980s. And then in a 1990 article in the Wall Street Journal marketing section, Patrick Riley used the term thought leader publications to refer to such magazines as Harper's. So the term is sometimes used to characterize leaders of service clubs, officers of veterans organizations, of civic organizations, of women's clubs, lodges, regional office, and insurance executives. That's all according to Wikipedia. And it goes on to state that thought leadership is often used as a way of increasing or creating demand for a product or service. High-tech firms often publish white papers with analyses of the economic benefits of their products as a form of marketing. Okay, and you can just go look it up. Go do a search for thought leader uh, Wikipedia if you want to see exactly what I was just reading from. And maybe what I'll do is I'll put a link to it in the show notes page as well. So now that we have that formal definition out of the way, let's get back to business. So who can be a thought leader? Okay, that can be anyone. It can be you, me, your kids. And I'll tell you, even my kids are thought leaders, as you may call them, uh, to some of the people in their communities. So a good example is my 15-year-old. He for the past year has been competing with the Teen Sport Fishing Association. So it's, you know, it's not professional competitive fishing, but it's it's the first step to get there. And he has found his passion. And I'll tell you, the kid is addicted to worms. And so if you want to know about what worms you should use for bass fishing in the state of Florida, you can go to my son and he will be able to help you with that answer. And you can trust that it's probably going to work whatever advice he gives you. So he's getting ready to launch you know, a YouTube channel and a blog and some other platforms. And I know people are going to be flocking to that because he has knowledge. Okay, so if you have knowledge, anybody can be a thought leader. So it could be anybody in our family. It can be our customers, our partners, executives in an organization, product marketing people, product managers, designers, coders, salespeople, business owners, customer service reps, and the list goes on. It doesn't require any title, any specific amount of money, any specific amount of fame to become a thought leader. You just have to know how to establish trust, how to build thought leaders and to make sure that everything is going back to that cornerstone of a solid content marketing strategy that is helping you educate your audience and help your audience. So what are the benefits of thought leadership? Things like brand equity and affinity. And when you are communicating through leadership, you become part of the conversation way earlier in the buyer's journey and in their experience with your brand. And you let your audience know the best parts of you, your brand sooner and deeper. You're able to 
possibly even better humanize your brand. You're able to better let them connect with you and understand what you know, what you believe. And as I always say, you know, it's in our DNA for us to want to connect with other people who believe the same things that we do. And when you're putting your thought out there, you're putting your beliefs out there, you are sharing who you are. You are sharing what you think, what you feel, what you want, where you want your industry to go and how you see things working together. You know, I don't know what industry you're in, but it can get really, really deep when you're talking about thought leadership. And I think, you know, there's there's differing opinions. There's some people that think you don't really have to provide a unique perspective to have thought leadership. I tend to disagree with that. And I think you do need to have a unique perspective or you need to have a way to differentiate yourself because in most industries nowadays and, and with the up and coming of you know digital and social marketing, anybody can be a thought leader. Anybody can put together a blog like I was just telling you about my son. Anybody can you know get some attention and earn trust pretty quickly online. So you better find a way to rise above the noise. You better find a way to differentiate yourself and to make sure that you are earning the right attention and that you are inspiring and connecting with your audiences in a way that is helping them achieve their goals. It's inspire, connect, achieve, and that you are earning trust and building relationships and establishing leadership, but doing that in a very human way. So I hope that that has put it in a nutshell for you. Next, we are going to shift gears and we're going to talk about five strategies and tips for you to build thought leadership, what you are going to need to start to truly establish thought leadership for your business in your niche and with your customers, with your audience. But before we do that, we need to hear a few words from our sponsors who keep this podcast zooming. So please give them a listen and I will be right back. Smart digital marketers know they must proactively discover, inspire, and interact with their customers on social media. Sprout Social puts turbo social marketing power in your hands with a platform that is both powerful and user-friendly. It simply gets out of the way and empowers brands to easily listen, engage, proactively respond, measure, and most importantly, nurture relationships with both new fans and loyal brand evangelists. Sprout Social is a platform that can help you achieve business results. If you want to truly connect with your online community and start streamlining your social engagement, start with a free 30-day trial of Sprout Social today. Check them out at www.sproutsocial.com. Again, that's sproutsocial.com. Would you like to get your business Zooming Turbo online, but don't know where to start? Is website development not your thing? Check out HostGator.com for all of your hosting needs. They have easy one-click WordPress installs or drag and drop website builders. If you need even more help, their website design, setup, SEO, and even managed services can have you Zooming in no time. We have been hosting our own and client sites at HostGator for years, and I can personally validate that their service by far beats out their competition with one little tweet 
email, or chat conversation, they are there and ready to help you Zoom or resolve any issues that may come up 24-7, 365 days of the year. HostGator has the capacity to grow with you and scale when and how you need them to without headache or costing you a fortune. Check out HostGator.com today and save 30% on new hosting packages with coupon code Zoom or simply go to socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. Again, that's socialzoomfactor.com slash HostGator. I'm back. All right, let's get to work. So we're talking about five strategies and tips for you to build thought leadership. And now these are very simple. So we don't have time in this in a nutshell podcast for me to give you an entire plan. But what I want to do is point you in the right direction. Okay. Number one, you have got to know your customer. And you know, I say this all the time. But for thought leadership, you can't establish thought leadership with any audience unless you know your customer. I mean, point blank, there's no way around it. And that's why I laugh sometimes when I see some of these blog posts about, you know, here, how to be a thought leadership on Twitter and 140 characters. But yet, when you ask these people, who is your audience you're targeting? What's their demographics? You know, who are they? What's their, what's keeping them up at night? They cannot answer those questions. So quit wasting your time trying to establish thought leadership on a specific social network. If you don't know who your audience is, you're better spending the next 30 days going back and doing some research, talking to some clients, talking to some partners, and getting an intimate knowledge of your customers. Know the questions that they are asking. Know what's keeping them up at night. Know the problems that they have. And then number two is know how you are going to serve your customer. Know how you are going to answer those questions and how you are going to solve those problems in a compelling and interesting way. How are you going to help them get a better night's sleep? That's what I always you know, think about when I think about our, our audiences. Is how can I help them in Enjoy their Saturday morning and not be worrying about things in their their digital and social marketing and business, you know, due to the types of services and content that we provide. How can I give them a peace of mind? So you want to really make sure that you know that customer. And I encourage you to download our white. We have a worksheet for prioritizing your audiences. Just go to socialzoomfactor.com slash audience and it will really help you get your arms around a strategy for this. Tip number three is that you need to create a solid content marketing strategy that utilizes multiple platforms to communicate, engage, and serve your customer. Okay, so everything goes back to content. You should not be wasting time on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or Facebook until you know your customer and until you have put together a content strategy and plan that is going to serve them the best content. Because if you go and you focus on the technology first, you focus on LinkedIn, you focus on Instagram, you focus on Twitter, then you are not going to know what to say. You're going to go set up your profiles. They're going to look all beautiful. You'll get all your pictures loaded. And then what happens is you sit at the keyboard and you're like, uh, what am I going to talk about? Uh, what am I going to tweet about? And then once you start tweeting, nobody's talking to you because you don't have a plan, Stan. So make sure you take the time to develop that content strategy. And I will put some good links. I have some podcasts I've done in the past, really solid podcasts on this topic around building a content strategy. I have one on how to leverage content you already have. We have a content editorial calendar you can go download. So all those will be at the show notes page. Tip number four is to have a platform for you to serve your audience. And this is a digital 
integrated platform. And in episode 154, we talk specifically about omnichannel marketing and the importance of creating a, a platform and an experience that is seamless and that integrates across mobile and the store. If you, if you have a retail store that they're coming into and email marketing and uh, the website, if it's on a desktop, it's got to be an integrated strategy. So if you are wanting to establish thought leadership, even if you are not a retail customer, you need to make sure that that experience that your audience has with you, whether they are on an iPhone 6 or whether they are on a Android, an iPad, some other Samsung Note or a desktop, a laptop, that experience better be good. You know, I have a good example. I had somebody selling to me today through email wanting me to outsource some digital development to them. And first thing I did was click through to their website on my iPhone 6 Plus, and it was a disaster. And so I wrote back to them and I said, you know, I can never hire a company or a consultant to ever help me when I can't even read any of your content on your mobile device. Okay. So while this company was spending time and effort in email marketing, they should have been fixing that platform and making sure that experience was positive because unfortunately, they lost me at hello. And although the content was good in the email, it was a friendly email, it it was not too pushy or salesy, that's why I clicked through to it. But then I was very, very disappointed when I took a look at their website because it wasn't designed for a mobile user. It was not mobile responsive, yet they're telling me they think they can help me do some digital development. You know, we have a full in-house digital team. So it's like, I don't think you're going to be able to do uh, anything more than what our team can do. Sorry. So make sure that your platform is integrated. Make sure that it is able to provide that seamless experience. You want a platform that is working when you are not working. Okay. And then last but not least, tip number five is invite your audience, your customers and your partners to participate. You don't have to do this all by yourself. Okay. You don't have to go establish thought leadership all by your little self. Invite key people in your network, in your circle of influence that you already have and invite them to be interviewed, invite them to join you on a blog post, a podcast, a video, a live event, bring them closer into your circle and let them come along for with you on your journey. And same goes for your audience, invite people along. And you know, if you're writing a book, invite them to be part of that book. You're writing a blog post, let them be part of that. You're doing a Google Hangout, bring them in. You're doing a a live video stream on Periscope or Meerkat. Let them ask you questions, all right? Enable them to participate, empower them to be part of that conversation. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that this has been helpful. I hope it enables you to get your arms around thought leadership. We've done a lot of these in a nutshell series. I will link to them from the show notes page, but you know, make sure you're not confusing thought leadership with influence. And I encourage you to take a listen to our influence marketing in a nutshell. Um, We did a series on that as well as we have content marketing in a nutshell, social media in a nutshell, personal branding in a nutshell. So if you like this episode, I'm sure you will like some of those others. I hope that you have an amazing day, amazing week, amazing year. That's a wrap. If you're ready to zoom your business and zoom your life, then don't let the end of this episode be the end of your journey. 
Visit socialzoomfactor.com zoom for incredible free resources and guides. And be sure to join the Social Zoom Factor mailing list so you never miss an episode. We'll see you